And she said, yeah, we, so we got your blood, blood uh, test results. Um, your enzyme levels are, are, are really uh, high from, uh, well, dead tissue in your heart. So it's kind of like shows like you're having a heart, you had a heart attack, but you, you didn't have a heart attack. Everybody who comes in from an Ironman shows signs of uh, what could be interpreted as, as a heart that attack. That is not good. So it, oh, my it, God. Estelle's eyes go like this, this big. What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 64 of the On The Runs podcast. I am missing my usual co-host tonight. Erica is at a concert, so I found an awesome fill-in, and I have Adeline here as my co-host. Adeline, how are you? I'm very well and a little bit tired. It is late. It's past your bedtime. Why don't you tell my listeners who you are? I am Adeline. I'm seven years old, and guess what? Eric, he is actually my father. That's right. I'm your dad. I'm the guy letting you stay up late right now past bedtime to do this intro. But let's tell everyone real quick, we just came back from camping, right? Yep. How much fun was camping? It was so much fun. Oh, my God. And we got to do face paint, and we got to see fireworks. It was so much fun. That's right. And then we did NASCAR, and that was a lot of fun, too. So, mm-hmm. wow, it was a good little little summertime vacation, and coming up soon. Ooh, did you hear that? More fireworks outside. Yep. I don't know if the microphones could pick it up, but someone outside our house is lighting up fireworks. So, hey. We're going to get to our episode, and it is with our friend Scott. Do you remember Scott? Yes. Who's Scott? He's very hilarious, and I'm not sure if you remember this time, but um, a long time ago, I feel like I was like four or three, um, when me and my mom and dad were in the hot tub, Scott just like walked right up, and, he's, and he literally just jumped into he the hot tub. He just jumped in the hot tub and surprised you. That was in Canada when we were there for my Iron Man. That was a lot of fun. Oh my God, I forgot about You were three years old then. Okay. You loved the little gondola thing. It was the slow gondola ride that went through the village. You loved it. I forget what a gondola is. It's like a chairlift, but... That is enclosed and you sit in it. Oh, uh, I know what you're talking about. Like the one at Disneyland where we like yeah. went to like those. Exactly cars. like that one. Exactly like it, but a little smaller up in Canada. The Disneyland one. That was big. That was big. But let's get to the episode. So this is part four of our Road to Kona series. The final part in the series where Scott comes on the podcast and tells us about his time at Kona. Are you ready for this, Adeline? Wait, so Scott already been on the podcast before? Yeah, Scott's been on the podcast, and this is the final part of the Road to Kona series. What's the Road to Kona? So he was trying to make a big race, the World Championships, and it's in Kona, Hawaii. <gasps> and he did. After crashing his bike and pooping his pants and racing through a thunderstorm and getting sick... He finally made it to the World Championships. He's really good. You want to get to the episode? Yeah, I was born ready. All right, let's do it. Everyone, 
Scott Black, part four of the Road to Kona series on the On the Runs podcast. Our next guest on the pod is a friend of the pod who we've had on before. You guys know him from parts one, two, and three of the Road to Kona series. And we are back at his house where it all started when we were doing this podcast with you. Scott Black, welcome back to the On the Runs podcast. Thanks for having me back, guys. It's been a while. It has been too long, too damn long, because when did you actually do Kona? How many months has it been? October, was it? It goes back to last October 6th. Yep. Yeah, it's been it's been a while. It's six months now. Oh, more than that. It's May twelfth. Six. It's the fifth six. month of the year. Eight months it's ago. June. Nine dude. months ago. Oh, it's June twelfth. <laughs> wow, we are all it's over the, the place. Six months of the year. I'm not good with this stuff. No. We had it the other day when we were talking Said about it was somebody like February. else. February. We're like, no, yeah, no, it's not yeah. February either. Well, we are back. We are in your basement recording here. Uh, there is, between you and Erica on the couch, a really nice-looking towel. Mm-hmm. Iron Man World Championship. I just Vanna, Vanna Whited it. Erica, tell, <laughs> tell the listeners how uh, Scott you know, came in here oh and introduced us. Oh, my God. Us. Had to be the best reveal ever. He goes, oh, wearing a nice Iron Man World Championship shirt. And he's just like, you know what? I really shouldn't show off. I mean... I, I just threw it on because we're going to be talking about it. And so he, he rips off his shirt. There's another one underneath. How many did you have on? I, <laughs> like I, six? I, I had five or six shirts on. Uh, <laughs> one after the other. One the, after the other. It was amazing. The, I was ex- the, the, the trip to the Iron Man store was very fruitful for uh, Iron Man. <laughs> I was expecting you to um, take off the last shirt and have it tattooed onto your chest <laughs> or something. That's for next time. No corporate logos on my body. Yeah, that is that's actually a good way to live. I Mark. said the same thing about about the same about Iron Man a while ago when everyone was mad at some guy from CrossFit and they're like, Well, wonder what all those CrossFitters think now with their CrossFit tattoo and I guess, you know, the guy from CrossFit said something that was a little offensive. Whatever. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm ki- I'm kind of pissed off at Iron Man too, so we'll get we'll get to that. Yeah, too. okay. Yeah, well you did get to do your race, but it wasn't you know, maybe the experience you wanted, and we're not talking about your actual race experience, your performance, we'll get into mm-hmm. that too. So since we talked to you last, it was the summertime about a year ago right now, and you were you were amping up for Kona. You just uh, qualified at Quarter Lane and you, where you got really, really sick, but still because of kind of COVID, you, there were a lot of slots. So you came so close so many times, and then because a lot of slots opened up, you, you kind of knew in your mind, you just had to show up and not crash. Instead, you got sick, you got bronchitis, yeah, right? Yeah, bronchitis, yep. And you almost didn't make it, but you powered through. You uh, you juiced up, maybe? Who knows? I don't know. Did you? <laughs> yeah, glad I get uh, tested at the end. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't say you juiced. The doctors just juiced you up to make you feel better, right? Yeah, it helped. Yeah. I could, I could breathe. Yeah, good. That's, that's important for Ironman, especially for swimming. <laughs> right. So you, before Kona, though, you did a warm-up race. Where'd you go? So after... After Kirtaline, oh, uh, Kona got canceled again. That was in uh, in October. Said we can't we can't hold uh, we can't have Kona in October. We're going to push the race back to February. So mm-hmm. that so that was mid August, and but we don't have any details. They tell you so. Super I helpful. I didn't cancel. I didn't cancel the reservation at that point. Um, and I let things sit and I also had reservation to spend uh, two weeks before uh, heading to the big island on uh, on Maui and a couple of weeks go by Iron Man says you know 
Uh, it doesn't look like uh, we're going to be able to do uh, February either. Really? Yeah. So at that point, um, maybe a little fuzzy on the exact dates, but I tried to cancel the the reservation in Maui. And they're like, no, there's there's nothing wrong in Maui. We're, we're not letting you cancel. So I went to Maui for two weeks, took one of my daughters. We had a great time. <laughs> I did some advanced scouting for what it would be uh, the following year. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, okay, now I have a full year to prepare. And I'm going to do this like a pro. Mm-hmm. So my first decision was to go down to Florida and spend the winter training in Florida. That's right. Yeah. So I took my camper, went down to Florida, and starting... Early January, I was putting in 15, 18, 19, 20-hour work weeks. So a part-time job worth of training. That's all I was doing. Can we tell the people why you bought the camper in the first place? I don't think it was. It was for Florida, but like you bought it because of you and someone else were going to go together, right? Yeah, my girlfriend uh, and I were going to go spend the the winter in in Florida together. I spoke about going for three months Mm -hmm. she was in and then uh the week before no the week after i bought it uh, whatever uh she's like no i don't think i can do three months maybe i can do one month (laughs) so you have a brand new camper only to use for one month (laughs) and then she said you know i'm not comfortable going down to florida with covid and i don't want to leave my my work for that long. So I wound up going alone and it was awesome. Did you go for the full three months that you planned? Oh, I originally planned to come back on my birthday on February 10th. And after I extended it and I only came back here, it was like March 20th. Mm, Okay. So, uh, heavy, heavy training, a lot of swimming, a lot of biking, a lot of running in the Florida sun. It was fantastic. My form was unbelievable. And this was February. Mm-hmm. But then you had to come back here. Oh, we haven't, we haven't even <laughs> okay. gotten there we haven't yet. Gotten there. We haven't okay. gotten there. Uh end of end of February, find out I'm in uh I'm I'm in Orlando, Claremont, Florida. And I sign up for a race, half Ironman race, non-branded, down in uh down in South Florida, uh, a clash race. What is a clash race? That's it's another brand. It's brand. It's oh, another oh, it's okay. another brand. I didn't know if this was like some crazy competition that I didn't know about. Yeah. So, okay. It's take, taking place at one of uh, Eric's uh, old haunts. Mm-hmm. But the very last, very last racetrack I had a race at on Pit Road. It's my last one. Hmm. Yeah. So I go down there and I smashed the race. And I won, won my age group. Congratulations. Would have won the next two younger age groups as well. And it, it was unbelievable. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was nice job. Yeah, I was in I was in top form. Mm-hmm. But you have to remember, this is March six. <laughs> okay. So I come back, and that's I start realizing that I can't keep going on this trend because I can't I can't go up and start doing twenty five thirty hour work uh, weeks mm-hmm. working out as my body is just going to fall apart. So burnout, right? Uh, yeah, I saw. I cut it back a little bit, uh, April, May, June, I decided, okay, I'm going to start, start ramping up. I start ramping up again. 
And come early July, I am starting to get unmotivated. Oh, no. Because Kona's still four months away. So I'm, I need something to, to pick me up. So I signed up for Ironman Augusta, mm-hmm. half half marathon in Augusta. And that was end of July. Okay. So I go there. I have a pretty decent race. I finished second. Uh, I finished second to a legend of Iron Man again. Mm-hmm. This guy named Jeff Cutterback. Uh, he held age group Kona records for three or four age groups in a in a row. Wow! Um, like thirty to thirty four, and then when he went up, he had the record. So a legend. So he he beat me, and I felt bad before I knew who he was, and after that, I didn't feel so bad. <laughs> right. So I come back and my goal was take a week off after the after that. And then I had basically eight weeks to build back up to Kona. And I thought I had everything under control. I knew exactly what I was doing. And August 15th, I get COVID. Oh, oh no. Oh, yeah. The hits just keep coming. The hits just keep coming. Can't uh, get a break, Scott. Yeah. So... That was uh, when I was supposed to start ramping up and doing my biggest weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was down and out for one week, being able to do nothing at all. Second week, I was feeling better, but I was just so tired. Mm-hmm. I tried to do something on the Monday, and I was like, this is just stupid. Mm-hmm. So I took another week off. And then I had to start building up. So that by that time it was like August twentieth, August maybe twenty fifth. So the time is burning. And yeah. I was and I was heading out to Maui uh, on September twelfth. So you were going out early again to do. Yeah. So you had plans uh, first oh yeah, I, I I had I had huge plans for myself going to going to Kona. I mean, yeah. really really huge plans. Uh, I thought that if I had a really good day uh i could easily be top 5 mm-hmm. top 10 if i had a decent day so i still had those high hopes when i headed out mm-hmm. so i got to uh i got to maui took two days off uh, i got there on a thursday on the saturday i had a big ride so i do i did the west maui loop all around the island and i didn't feel so bad thought i had hope I did a nice one hour run after that. Mm-hmm. By then, I was like, I think I can do this. I think I can do this. But I hadn't done, I wasn't doing any longer than one hour runs at that point. Mm-hmm. And I thought I was getting nice and adapted to the heat. But in hindsight, I should have done some some longer runs. So anyway, originally, the Kona races are, are held on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. But because of... COVID and because of Ironman's uh, unending quest for more money, mm. <laughs> uh, they decided... They are a profit company. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They decided to split the men's race and the women's race across over two days. So the women's race was now taking place on the Thursday and the men's race was going to be taking place on the Saturday. Yeah, when they first decided that, I was I was disappointed. A couple of reasons. One, they get to double their field. Yeah. Double their income. Yeah. Um, 
the pier where the bikes go, there's there's only enough. They could only hold, the pier right. can only hide, hold twenty five hundred bikes. Right. So now you're going from twenty five hundred athletes to five thousand. Five thousand, yeah. Right. And you missed a year. You missed maybe two years. Yeah. They did kind of have the St. George. We actually recorded around that time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They had a big backlog of people. So, yeah. and it, it gave them it gave them an excuse, or they used uh, having a women's only race uh, as an excuse, an additional excuse to do this. But uh, the old guys, everybody, all the men over fifty five. And the young bucks, eighteen to twenty-four, we're going to race with the women. We're going to race with the women on the Thursday. How did they figure that out? J- pure numbers to get to twenty-five hundred on oh, the wow. p- on the pier. So there's just not that many women who want to do the Ironman race. No, that's so- why I'm trying to get you to do a, a triathlon so we can get you into Kona, and so we can, as a podcast, <laughs> oh, and go to Kona. Like my Kona chances, I need I need like a an invitation. You're pulling at strings, man. I'm gonna get you there. <laughs> I think Nicole is your ticket, not me. You're right. You're absolutely right. Actually, about oh that. yeah. Well, so watch out, Nicole. Well, Eric was invited, and he was gonna come, but come August, he was like, you know, I have two little boys, it was and just I have far. a daughter, and I just can't wing it. So mm-hmm. we decided to pull the plug on the. And I still had my plane ticket voucher from the previous year because I bought the plane ticket the previous year to go to Kona. Like Kona yeah. was happening. Yeah. And so now I have a $1,200 plane voucher that Scott said he would give me the money for. I'm still waiting for the $1,200 from Scott, but we can get to that <laughs> later. Much later. Yeah. Yeah. Much later. You there know, you just write me a check. Leave the check blank. I'll fill it in what I need. So, so my race was now on the Thursday, racing with the women. Uh, the place I had booked, I had book, booked from Sunday to Sunday. Originally, I was going to arrive the Sunday before and leave the day after the, the race. Mm-hmm. Now I'm arriving on the Sunday, like 2 o'clock in the afternoon, for a Thursday race. And that was cutting it a little bit short in terms of all the stuff that I wanted to do mm-hmm. and enjoy once I got to the Big Island. Mm-hmm. So we land at 2 o'clock. And I was kind of in like, okay, you know, oh yeah, we're in Kona, we're in Kona. But once I got onto the highway, uh, which is the Queen K, which is the the, the main road that the race takes place on. Oh yeah. Just triathletes everywhere. (laughs) Biking, running. It was unbelievable. Uh, That's when I really started to smile big time. Mm -hmm. So I got really excited. Uh, We went, uh, we went and checked in at the place checked in and then I'm like let's go let's go uh let's go down to the beach because I wanted to do a do a swim yeah so we go down to the uh, start line where the where the swim takes place in the harbor I jump in the water girls go uh go food shopping and I do a little uh little uh, swim recon and there are just so many people swimming it was <laughs> it was unbelievable unbelievable a great 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 vibe, great atmosphere. Uh, after I got out, I went and did my first little recon at the gift shop. <laughs> gift How shop. How many shirts did you get that day? I didn't buy any. That was that was just recon. Oh, that was just, just the recon. that was okay. just recon. Okay. But that's where I first saw you know the the sign with all the names. Oh, and that's the best. you know downtown Kona is set up you know just for the race. You got poster posters of all these uh, uh, past champions. So that was uh, so that was Sunday, Monday. 
I headed out and did a little little bike ride, but I wasn't scheduled to do anything big anymore. Mm-hmm. So I did a little bike ride first thing in the morning, and just 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 the first twenty miles of the uh, the of the course. Uh, and then I got in the car and I drove the whole bike course. And I got the. Did imp- you take your girls on the drive? No, no, they were they were pooling it because you have to remember, Camille was pregnant. Yes, yes, something we haven't told the people. Scott is now a grandpa. He is really an old man. Very old. <laughs> Congratulations. Yes. Thank Baby you. boy. Yes, thank you. Uh so I did the I did the the bike recon on the with with the car and the drive seemed to never end. You're on you're on a highway and there's really nothing to break. You you're you're basically going straight for 50 miles so is it just like one down and back and and or? and it's yeah so it's it's a it's an out and back uh out and back loop is the whole thing like lava field and or is it's that just a section and basically the first the first 40 miles is lava mm. and then you make a turn and it uh, to go up to uh javi and it starts to get greener Ooh. but it, 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 there's nothing that green's good. Yeah, green's no, I know. good. Oh. I said ooh, like yeah. oh, I thought you not said, like ooh. A, yeah. No, it was not a bad ooh. <laughs> yeah, but there's really nothing to break up the monotony of, of the ride. You don't see any buildings. You don't see it. so. Okay. Okay. So I do the re, do the recon. Um. So that's uh that's the, that's the end of Monday. Tuesday we decide to take a day off completely. So mm-hmm. we we go to a beach. Uh, you know, light run. And then uh, Wednesday, Wednesday is day before the day before the race. Yep. How are you feeling? You feeling good that the day before? Are you th- I'm, I'm ready. I'm excited. I went to to check in. I got weighed in. They said I was 177 pounds, which I found kind of strange. It seemed high, but I had been eating an abnormal amount of uh, carbs. Uh, uh, not so many car of pretzels. Well, those are carbs, yeah, and yes. yeah, and and gorging on uh, Pedialyte. Oh, okay, getting your electrolytes. And I wanted to get mm-hmm. get a lot of electrolytes because it's hot and it's humid. So, what are we talking for temperatures down there? It was it was, it was temperatures aren't outrageous. They're like eighty eighty five. Humidity index is probably, I mean, the humidity, the humidity is probably 70, 75% humidity. Okay. You know, depending if there's a breeze or not, and and depending if there are clouds or not, because that makes a huge, huge difference. Understandable. Uh, We do, we make our trip to the gift shop. That's where Eric got his hat. I love it. Uh, I really do. It's good colors. Yeah. On, uh, so on, on Wednesday, we're, uh, I, I should say that the, the, the condo where we were staying at was just two miles from the start line on, on the Lee Drive, which is uh, one of the main roads that the uh, the run race takes place on. Oh, cool. You know, ton- that means your girls can come see you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Awesome. So, Make it uh, you know, tons of people training. Uh, you know, we, 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 took a, we took some walks downtown uh, prior, to, uh, prior to race day. You know, there, you know I, there's so many people walking around with their shirts off mm-hmm. looking so fit it's like I'm, I'm, I'm looking like i don't belong i'm like telling the girls i'm like man look at these people look at that guy's legs 
unbelievable. So fit. It's so fit. I, you know, I, I really didn't feel like I belonged. We're walking back drive by this guy, this guy running. And I'm like, wait a second, that's Christian Blumenfeld. So Olympic champion, one <laughs> of the, one, <laughs> one of the, one of the favorites, Very uh, you know, so I, I what little, did you do? You did something. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. So I, so I stopped, ran with him, got a selfie and he, he, you got the video somewhere. I have the video. You need the video. And he's like, water, water. <laughs> so I'm like, I ran in, got some bottles of water, waited for him to come back up the road and gave him and his running, running buddy a uh, the bottles of water. Awesome. Yeah. Now, wait, were you like, hey, when you're running and got the selfie, were you like, hey, do you need something? No, no, no. He was like, they were thirsty. He was like, water. You got water? <laughs> I'll hook you up. <laughs> yeah, it was nice. It was so nice. you probably like I got I got to jump in action here and go get the water real quick for it. You were like probably wicked excited to do. I that. was really excited. Yeah. You know, you, you know, he ran right pla- right by the condo, so I'm like, I can do that. You could see like a little boy you. like running inside. Ma, ma, I need a water. Ma, he's out there. The he needs thing. water. Help me. I need water. <laughs> huge fan. Where's the meatloaf? Yeah, huge fanboy. Huge fanboy. <laughs> yes. I don't know. I went to. Uh, uh, you know, Babbittville, you know, Bob's doing oh, his interviews. You, you go see Bob. So I went to see Bob. I went to see interviews. I saw the T.O. interview. I saw the Joe Skipper interview. Uh, who else did I see? How uh, cool is that? Did you actually get to talk to Bob? No, I did not speak oh. to Bob. I did not speak to Bob. You got to open the door, man. Bob Babbitt. <laughs> we need Scott Black on Babbittville. Yeah, it was great. It was, yeah, so... The vibe, the vibe in in the town was great. Uh, it was very crowded. Uh, again, uh, there are two races going on, twenty five hundred right. racers on each one. Ooh. So the town wasn't too happy about what was going on. It was more than they're used to, right? It was more yeah. than when you used to. You'd go into, you know, you go into a Walmart. You go looking for eggs or Gatorade, sold out. Oh no! So even for the locals, that's yeah. Not so good. yeah, not good. Not good for the locals. Well, I don't want to jump around, but let's let me ask you this: Is that part of the reason why it now looks like Kona is going to be in every other year, or isn't it going to be this year? The men are in France. Yes. And that, the women are in Kona, but it will switch. So there's still going to be a women's race yes. and a men's race every year, but not at the same place. Not at the same place. So, not, not at the same time. Because uh, after this race, the powers that be on the island said, no, this is not working for us. 5,000 was too many. Twenty. Not only, okay, but- not only was 5,000 too many, but a race on a Thursday... Mm-hmm. What do people do on Thursdays? Oh, they, they, wait, do they work. Work in Hawaii. They oh. work. <laughs> I said drink. I'm like, I think thirsty Thursday. Yeah. So there's me. Uh, no, no. So, pe- so people couldn't get to work. I didn't know that happens in Hawaii. <laughs> I they oh, just vacated. so you know, they have to shut down like a the, main the locals. A main yeah, highway they shut and... down part of the main highway. Mm. You know, even if part of it is open, you know, there's traffic getting there. You know, they're. Uh, I'm sure everything's moving slow to make sure oh, that nobody hits. Yeah, it was, you know, parking was a nightmare. Mm. 
I, I can't even tell you about the prices for rentals. Oh, wow. it was. Yeah, but that would be the way with twenty five hundred versus five thousand. No, it was even worse. Really? Yeah. So it does sound logistically like a nightmare. So I guess from Iron Man's standpoint, it makes sense. Let's have two races, two separate places, double mm-hmm. our money, or maybe add an extra third, whatever the percentage is. I don't know. But uh, here's one debate I heard. So let's just use Sarah and Ben True for an example. I don't think Ben's a triathlete, but let's just say he was. A lot of couples, a better one would be T.O. and his wife. Miranda, if she hadn't retired, yes. Right, but the the example is a lot of these triathletes Mm. are couples, and that is double the expense for them to go on another trip to another world championship in a different venue. Right. I've heard that. Now- now, and Iron Man's like, probably like, hey, we're just going to do what we do to make the money because maybe there's a dozen professional couples. I don't know. But for those professional couples, that's tough. Mm-hmm. Well, they probably have an easier time than the age groupers because there are also- For sure. Cause Sponsors there's, oh, and stuff, Well, right? no. Well, yes. But he's saying there's probably a lot more age groupers who are married couples oh. going one to Kona, one to France. Where in France? Nice. Yeah. Nice, yeah. Nice is nice, by the way. <laughs> Thanks for that. No, that that does make it so pun intended. Yes, pun intended. Oh, okay. I got that one. You got that, that one. one. Was all yeah. me. Yeah, at least you did. But I, yeah. I lost my train of thought from from that. Well, I, I I took us off track because I I talked a little bit about the business side there of Kona yeah. going to Nice, France, and Kona going to Kona, or it's Iron Man going to Kona. And the debate, and some people, I would say more than some people, aren't happy about it, but on a business standpoint for Kona Mm -hmm. or for Iron Man, it makes a lot of sense. Making up for the lost revenue over the last two years of COVID, so... But I feel like now they're going to get a lot of pushback from like the cities and towns where they want to hold it if they want to do something like that, so... What do you think about that? I mean, Kona doesn't want to lose it, right? Kona's the OG. They're the original. The way it was organized, um, it might have outgrown um, Kona, mm-hmm. Kailua Kona a little bit. Uh, certainly, it outgrew him with with two races. Yeah, but yeah, that's you know the 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 history of of Ironman is closely uh, intertwined with with uh, the island. That's what most people aspire to do: is to get to hawaii and not get to nice yeah as a triathlete (laughs) doesn't have a nice ring to it right but as a triathlete for me i will never be enthusiastic about going to world championship Mm -hmm. that's not in kona i mean yeah like if i got if this podcast blew up and they're like hey eric we want you to bring the podcast to our world championship in nice (laughs) i mean i won't turn that down but you're not gonna be happy about it kona nah like you don't you don't say I competed in the Ironman World Championships. You say I made it to Kona. No question mm-hmm. about it. Yeah, and everybody's going to know exactly what you mean because that's just right the place. Right. If I, it was Nice for me, I would have to go. I was at the Ironman World Championships, and I probably wouldn't even say Nice. I'd just say I was at the World Championships, <laughs> and then people would be like Kona. I'd be like, no. <laughs> it was nice though. Mm. All right, so enough about the business side of Kona and the whole debate. Should it be in Kona? Should it be in Nice? Should they do one race or two? Mm-hmm. Enough about that. That's that's for another day. I hope that we can go. Yeah, one of the great things about it being in Kona is that it's a, such a small contained area and everything happens right on Alihi Drive 
So that just makes it really good for spectators, right? Yeah. So uh, one of the things that's happening during race week, like I mentioned, is Bob Babbitt's doing his interviews. Mm -hmm. And he's doing, in the morning he does, I think maybe eight athletes. Wow. Eight athletes in the morning. One day, Erica. (laughs) Yeah, one day. Exactly. Uh, so it's you know Hogo's on the rocks, so everybody's downtown, and and all the athletes who are being interviewed are heading to Bob's, and then when they're done, they're walking away, or they're down there for the pool. So I was fanboying down there, big time. Uh, was walking behind uh, a Joe Skipper once. So Joe Skipper uh, is a, col- a colleague of yours. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Try try off on Mockery Trot podcast. Oh yeah, okay. I was okay. like, wait, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Podcaster. I at you, I'm like, well, I was confused too, <laughs> yeah. but podcaster. Gotcha. Yeah, uh, you know, Joe finished. He finished fifth. You know, he's he's not a hack. He not fin- a big deal. He finished fifth. Uh, but one, but on their uh, on their podcast, their th- one of their things was they call their their uh, listeners uh, junkyard dogs because uh, uh, they came up with the, one of the, the co-host came up with this thing where he barks at people when he goes by them. So, <laughs> goes, woo, woo, woo. so, so whenever, whenever you see Joe, Joe uh, in a we're race, not, we're not doing you, that. You, you bark, bark at him. At him. <laughs> woo, woo, woo. So, you know, I'm in the street, he's walking on the streets with his parents and I'm with my girls and I go, woo, woo, woo. You know, so, so he turns around and smiles, you know? Awesome. Oh, he doesn't bark back. Uh, I, I think he was with his parents. Like I said, so I think he, he tried to be a little bit more and I was a little bit more discreet. I didn't walk up to him say anything but it was just awesome and then like, like i told you know i saw you know t.o's interview oh yeah so did you get to talk to t.o i know you love t.o no no I, you and him have communicated before t.o and i communicated before i got to meet him down to clash uh guy's a class act that's all i can say yeah Very he nice. had a heart attack in a uh triathlon a few years ago didn't he do the triathlon that you did no he Timberman, was his, or his wife did his Timberman? wife was there and so the story there was I really had to pee. And mm-hmm. so when I walked about 10 feet over to kind of pee discreetly in my wetsuit, and when I was walking back after I uh, successfully urinated, <laughs> he walked right by where I was standing. So if I never had to pee, he would have walked right by me and I would have been like, it was right after the heart attack. Mm-hmm. Or right after the announcement of the heart attack. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. Fan- fanboying downtown. What about Tim Don? Uh, Tim, I don't know if Tim was there. He might have been there with the Zwift team. Tim's the man with the halo. Yeah, I remember. I watched his documentary. We're going to get him. Yeah, yeah I think he, he might have, he might have been there, but I out. but I never ran ran into him. Yeah, uh, Sarah True, uh, New Hampshire, uh, New Hampshire triathlete. Mm-hmm. I didn't see Sarah until uh, until race day. Okay. What about Lionel? Uh, I saw Lionel training one day on on the Queen K. Was his buddy there? Yeah, of course. The photographer. Oh yeah, yeah. Talbot was there. Yeah, Talbot. Was, Talbot was trailing in the truck, filming. Of course. Talbot is pretty cool, and I got to meet him. In a was he uh, the hot one of the hot tub guys? A hot tub guy. Uh, I don't think it was a hot tub was guy. Was that just Mark when you met Mark? Oh no! So that was Mark and Ado. Oh, okay. And uh, one of their other buddies, Grant, was there. Oh, okay. yeah. No, For we got it. I thought he was. We got it. So this is coming out in July, but Mark just won a pretty big race out in, uh, escape from Alcatraz. That's right. Yeah. That's congrats, Mark. We'll have you on. He'll actually be on before this one drops. So yeah. Tape to tape. (laughs) Yeah. He dominated on a, like a rental bike. 
Oh, really? Yeah, we'll hear about it later. Okay. Or, yeah, save uh, it. People save listening, it. I already know. Yeah, so I, I don't know if I was able to convey it, but downtown Kailua Kona race week is, is a lot of fun. What about Happening. the female winner, Chelsea Sodaro? Did you know who she was at the time? Did you ever run into her before or after? Well, I didn't. I, I so I'm a big time fan, so I I know who she was. Uh, when I was, you know, we can get back to that. But when I was heading out on the Queen K, I saw them coming back up in Wailua, and I saw her red BMC jersey so i i knew who it was i didn't know what position she was in uh but i saw and i was like oh that's chelsea sardaro who's there and i think she kind of shocked a lot of people we watched it you sent me the link and i actually was watching her she was crushing i was so pumped up that you know uh underdog one we'll call it she's not really an underdog but she was kind of an unexpected she was unexpected i was pumped i was pumped to see it it was cool a new mom too very cool so you saw a lot of cool triathletes. That's 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 epic. I mean, I wish I was there for that. That's that's really one of the big things I missed out on. And another reason I really didn't go out and do that quick trip was I want to be there for the expo. Oh yeah, and for the days leading up, like that's really what you want to be there for too. It's so much hype. Yeah. Well, yeah. what what I can tell you mm-hmm. is that the expo actually was kind of disappointing. Oh, <sighs> bummer. Besides this cool hat. Well. <laughs> The 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 Iron Man store, where you get all the Iron Man T-shirts, is okay. Oh. but the expo itself is with it, all the other was it because of COVID or something? Like just maybe money and revenue, people couldn't couldn't afford to go, all, or was prob- it too expensive? All or? all of the above. Let's get to race day. Your condo is about two miles from my the... co- my condo is two miles from the start line on uh, on Alihi. So, so how do you get there? So you the, walk? so uh, race race morning. Yes, uh, it's two miles. So I have the uh, I have the girls uh, drop me off. There's actually so I was is there actually room for that? The cars and everything being a small island and look, there are roads. The roads are closed. It's tough to get. Down, it's tough. It's almost impossible to get downtown. The roads are closed. Um, I didn't want to walk the two miles. There are shuttle buses that go by, but they're not terribly reliable. Mm. So, uh, race morning, you know, get up, you know, do the do the traditional uh, breakfast thing, and uh, I have to be uh, I have to be there for five thirty. Uh, the, uh, before they close the uh, close uh, transition one and and the pier, you have to be uh you have to be on the start line. I, I if I remember correctly, I think I had to be on the start line at five thirty. Uh, the women's pro race went off at six twenty, if I correct, and uh the first and my men's age group went off at seven thirty. Wow. Yeah. So uh, the girls drive me down. I uh, go through uh, marking, uh, final check-in, uh, getting everything ready. Uh, the girls head back to the uh, to the condo, park park the car, and then they do the walk back to uh, the start line. Uh, we're we're all lined up on on Alihi in our uh, by our uh, our uh, age groups. 
between the age groups and the water. There are stands, so the age groupers can't see the race start, which is a little bit disappointing. Um, you know, they sing the uh, national anthem. They do the Hawaiian uh, uh, chant. I'm not, I don't recall what it's called exactly, but it's sort of a prayer okay. and, and, and a song. And there's this uh, very, very old uh, Hawaiian uh, lady who does it. It's, okay. it's tradition. And then uh, the, the pros get in the women pros get in the water. Uh, and, uh, the cannon goes off and women head out at six twenty. I heard that they went off, but I didn't see it. Of course. That is kind of a bummer. That was a little bit of bummer. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm sitting, uh, sitting on the ground and, uh, you know, waiting, waiting my turn and waiting and fine and waiting and waiting. And waiting. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, 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 the women pros go off at six twenty. Then the first woman age group go, goes off at six thirty. And then every five minutes is an age group uh, that goes off. Uh, Did they do all the women first, or would they? Yes, do like- uh, they sent. So they send all all the women age groups out before uh, before the guys. Okay. As a matter of fact, I think there was a. All the women went off, and they were done by, I think maybe seven o five, and the first men's age group went off at seven thirty. Okay. But maybe at around. Yeah, maybe at around seven o'clock, uh, all of a sudden I hear some shrieking, and the girls manage to to find me in, in the line. Um, once I was in the corral with all my fellow age groupers, mm-hmm. all of a sudden I felt like I belonged again. I wasn't <laughs> afraid to take my shirt off anymore. <laughs> Did you need to have a wetsuit or anything, or it was yeah. just so warm that? You no, could... it's uh, there's no uh, there's no wetsuit. It's uh, uh, the water is a, a nice and, and warm 80 degrees, I think, oh, or something like that. Mm-hmm. So there, uh, there's no swimsuit, which makes the race, uh, the swim a little bit more challenging for everybody because oh. there's no swimsuit. Yeah, I remember some guys were like, wearing a wetsuit feels like you're cheating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very buoyant. And you get to fart in there and keep the air bubble. (laughs) I almost didn't think of the buoyancy thing. (laughs) Yeah. But does that make your transition any easier where you don't need to have it stripped off you? It makes it easier. They don't need to strip the Mm wetsuit off. That's true. Um, How how did the swim go for you? So uh, we're progressing in the corrals and I'm continuing to to hydrate. And then uh, at... Uh, let's see. So the women went in the water at six thirty. So at about seven twenty, I'm at the I'm at, on the stairs leading down to the to to the to the beach, mm-hmm. and the the woman had just started to come out of the water. Just when I start going down the stairs, the race favorite comes out of the water. So the crowd goes freaking nuts. <laughs> uh, so uh-huh. uh, Daniela Reef uh, comes out, but she was she was probably a good. Eight ten minutes behind uh, behind the fastest swimmers. Okay. Uh, so you, you you get you get into the water and you have to you have to swim towards the start line, and you have to tread water for ten minutes with your age group. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm baffled by this. The now this is the new Ironman. Okay. One of the great attractions of Ironman in the past was the group start, where everybody, all 2,500 athletes, 
were in the water, treading water at the oh same time. God. And when the race would start, it would be a chaos. battle. Chaos. <laughs> a chaos. battle. People would get punched. Mm-hmm. I, don't know. I can imagine. It was unbelievable. So now they've, so they spaced it out. You have the age groups. but So you're with your age group and you're treading water. I found myself what I thought was a nice spot in the middle. Mm-hmm. And, and I made sure to turn around and, and take in the sights. And that's one of the things that you, you'd seen over, or I'd seen over the years uh, on, the, uh, on the TV broadcast, you know, is, uh, you know, shots uh, of the, the, the water start. Right. You know, you turn around, you see all the people lined up on Alihi and along on, on the pier. And the sun's coming up, and it's it. Yeah, that's just unbelievable. That was a that was a really really good moment. It's a core memory now. <laughs> yeah, core memory. And uh, the uh, horn goes off, uh, and I start swimming. And mm-hmm. even though it wasn't a mass start of twenty five hundred people, I think there were there were two hundred and I think it was two hundred and eighty maybe. That's still a lot of in people. in my uh, in my age group. So it was a little bumpy at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Start swimming. Uh, I got dunked a little bit, pulled, you know, slowed down, right? You know, but got into to my pace, and you 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 clear the uh, the inner harbor, and then started to get choppy and very swelly. Really? Yeah. So the you know chops are the little movements, but the swells are these the big big movements. And I had heard people talking about getting seasick actually from from these these giant swells i would i don't think i would consider that like it just so so you're keeping on the on the on the swim you keep the buoys on your right side on the way out and you swim out to a boat Mm -hmm. uh, basically one point one mile away and then you go around the boat and then you keep the buoys on the right side on the way back oh wow uh so i'd say you know, 20, 25 minutes into the swim. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm good. I've gotten my own little space. Mm-hmm. And that's when the fast swimmers from the age group behind you oh, no way. start to catch up to you. Now I'm not, no. I'm not a super fast swimmer. I'll just say I'm average. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they start coming by so you have the fast ones that just go by you, yeah. But you have those that are just a little bit faster than you that start catching up to you at twenty five, thirty, thirty five minutes, mm-hmm. where it starts to get crowded, and there you start getting dunked. Oh no! And swallowing uh, water. Yeah, I th- I think I uh, I think I had enough uh, sodium intake on the swim. <laughs> <laughs> you know, to, to keep me for uh, for the for the electric. for the for the rest of the rest of the race. Uh. So yeah, so uh, that was rough. Um, go around the boat, mm-hmm. and it seemed that once we went around the boat, that the either the wind shifted or the current shifted. But where I thought my navigation was dead on on the way out, on the way back, I felt like I was. All over the place. Oh no! Uh, and you know it's a long swim. It's you know two point two point four miles. Mm-hmm. And as you as you approach the harbor, you can start 
to see the people waiting on the pier and you get to the end of the pier and you start entering, funneling into the harbor and you think that you're there, but there's almost like, there's probably another three, 400 yards and it starts to funnel and get tighter. So you get crowded with a lot of people in there. So that slows you down too. Well, I don't think it necessarily slowed me more than I already was going, (laughs) but it gets crowded. Yeah. It gets crowded. Uh, And then you get uh, to where you can put your feet on the sand and then you run up the stairs and you're out of the water. Okay. And the crowd is going nuts. It's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's. That's exciting though. Yeah, that was exciting. So uh, my plan was to uh, take it nice and easy Mm -hmm. through transition uh, no, not too much of a hurry because for the last three months, people have been telling me, you know, you're already th- there. You've already done the work. You don't need to kill yourself. <laughs> okay. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to take it easy through transition. So you get out of the, out of the, uh, out of the water. There's some hoses to hose off the salt water. I take my time, mm-hmm. ho- hose off. Uh, and then you grab your bag and you go into the transition tent. Now, this is the first time that I had ever been in a transition tent that was that close to the water. Okay. And it's the first time that there had been close to 2,000 people who might have gotten out of the water before me. All right. So I wasn't really thinking. So my plan was get into the tent, uh, take off my swim skin. Mm Mm-hmm. Add some chamois cream, put my socks on, and then run to uh, run to my bike. Yep. Okay. So I do that. Take my time. Uh, little did I know that the carpet was soaking wet. So my socks were instantly wet. Oh, no. Instantly wet. So all that extra time that I've taken to make sure that I have nice and warm socks, uh, dry socks, out the window. Mm. So then you get onto the pier and you got to run through this maze to get to your bike and it's very crowded. Mm-hmm. So Eric would not have been happy with me. It was a ten, ten minute transition. So what is a what is a good transition for you? Like what what would you try to target normally? Right there could have been it could have been a four or five minute transition. Oh, so you really? Were oh, y- <laughs> yes, okay. really. It's a nice little shower, getting all the salt off. Yeah, so adding some uh, sunscreen. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's important. Yep. So I head out, get get uh, get the ready to jump on my bike. Mm-hmm. Uh, just as I get my uh, shoes, uh, shoe uh, my shoes on the pedals, there's this guy who falls down in front of me, and on the here and I can hear on my left the screeching, "Go, Dad, go!" <laughs> so got to see my girls. They saw the guy fall down in fr- front of me, and they're like, "Watch out! Watch out!" So. What did he uh, do? Just tip over? Like he lost his balance getting on his bike and just went down. Oh yeah, just went down. Uh, so uh, get on the bike. You do a little loop through town. Uh, then you head uh, up uh, a little incline up uh, up Kuwakini Drive, where you do a little loop. And then you come, and it's a hill. So I took my time on the hill. You head back down. You get some good speed on that on that hill. Yeah. When you get back into town, uh, so they call the hot corner. They you know they, you can see the people coming 
four times on the bike. Oh, nice. And then, nice. And, and then when you're on the run, uh, they can see you there as well. And that's where you go up uh, the uh, uh, legendary uh, Polani, mm-hmm. uh, which is a very steep hill. So uh, took my time going up Polani. <laughs> and then when you get to the top of Polani, you take a left and you're on the Queen K. Okay. And you're on the Queen K for basically the rest of the day. Forever. <laughs> for, for, for the rest of the day. Right. Uh, and I, so that I start settling in. And, uh, I start, uh, picking people off, passing a lot, a lot, a lot of people. So what kind of day are you having? Like, is it a nice sunny day? Do you have any clouds? Is it So it's, so it's, it's, so by that. you're out there. So, so it looks like the swim was an hour. So it's, we left it, I left at 730. That's still early, right? 730. I think at that point it was like quarter to nine. Okay. Okay. So it's still reasonably, reasonably Not uh, scorching, scorching and the sun, <laughs> sun isn't high yet. Gotcha. Um, and so you, you, you're on, on the Queen K and it's a rolling road. Okay. Okay. Um, and you're, you're probably, you know, I'm probably going, you know, 22 miles an hour average on that part. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit more. And, you know, just settle in for the first 20 miles and I get to the first, uh, first, uh, water station mm-hmm. where I'm going to, going to get some extra water and there's a line. Oh no. Okay. There's a line and I had to stop, Oh no. pull over to get water, wait to get water before heading. How long was the on. wait? Well, it was maybe... 20, 30 seconds, but mm-hmm. you had normally That's still a lot. Cause you're coming to a complete normal. Stop. Normally you just roll through those things and grab, but right. there, there were a lot, a lot, lot of people, a lot of people. Did they have enough, um, like, well, stuff for you? Enough? <laughs> well, they, now that you, uh, asked the question, mm-hmm. um, one of the issues that they had with the two days and the Thursday was a shortage of volunteers. See, that isn't what I would figure the problem would be. I thought they would run out of like nutrition for you guys. Well, that happens later in the day. Oh no, foreshadowing. <laughs> uh, but no, they 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 had a they had a uh, volunteer shortage. Okay. Um, and uh, they also reduced the number of stations so how many are you supposed to so have? The, I, I get if you don't have volunteers like you yeah so you so you get them, you, you usually get one about every 20 miles okay um i think one of them might have been 25 miles okay so they okay. were just spacing it out a little bit They'll more space a little bit but not ideal yeah so the first first station i had to just i had to stop and, you know refill get on my way so mm-hmm. um and that's just that's just after you get to the airport. So the end, the airport where you, that's kind of a landmark, you know, where the airport is. Okay. Okay. And then you start hitting out and you're, at that point, you're really in the lava fields. Okay. There's, there's nothing and there's nobody. Oh no. There's nobody to cheer because you're out of town. There's nothing. There's nowhere to get a, a cold drink. There's no shade. Oh. There, there's nothing. So you're out there all by your little lonesome self. 
except fellow fellow writers. Right. Uh, and uh, so I'm just you know, do, doing my thing, um, passing a lot of ladies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you're, uh, you're f- the first, the first, the, the next landmark that you passed is, uh, the resort for, uh, the four seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's Waikola, um, where there's a, there's, there's, there's a red light for people to make left turns mm-hmm. and, you know, there, the, the hotel has put out, uh, some, some, uh, some tents so people can have some shade okay. and you might have, you might've been 20 or 30 people there to cheer, oh. cheer you going by. Right. So you, you know, as you're whizzing by at 25 miles an hour, people are like, ah, and you go by. <laughs> um, and then you hit, uh, then at, at that point you hit, um, uh, one of the, one of the big downhills, one of the nice steep downhills, which on the way back is, uh, Oh no! Yeah. yeah, you go, you go down it. You gotta go back up it. Yeah, so you so you go down and you you head you head down there, and you hit uh, like the 40, 40 mile mark, and that's where you take take your first slight left. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Slight left. Uh, and you head head down uh, for uh, for another two miles. That's where you take uh, take your right turn up for the famous climb. Up to uh, to Javi, okay, which is a gradual sixteen mile climb. Sixteen mile climb. Yeah, yeah. Like, what are we talking for a grade? Like, is it? It's probably there. Uh, there, there. Uh, the beginning. There are some maybe five, six percenters. That's that's decent. You know, rolling, and then the last ten miles. Is I think it's a gradual three four percent for the last mm-hmm. six miles. That is a lot. Just yeah, keep going. Yeah, yeah, and it's crowded. There are a lot of people. Right. And it's a single file with people mostly spread out over the uh, ten meter uh, distance mm-hmm. for not for not drafting. Oh yes. Uh, but the the line is unending, and. Uh, I know that I could have gone harder, but I would, I felt like I would have to slot in to a lot of people. And I, I was afraid of getting a penalty. So I just bided my time and I sat behind and I wrote it easier than I, I would have. And, um, so what would the penalty have been if they would five minute five minute drafting penalty can arrest? They, can they give that? To, yes, know, can they, they give that to you multiple times or just like no? Two of them, you're out. Oh, okay. Yes. So better to play it safe than sorry. yes. You want to be safe, better safe than sorry. Yes. And uh, I had, I had seen uh, an official motorcycle earlier mm-hmm. behind me. I'd heard it. And I didn't want to run the risk of of getting the the penalty. Right. Um, so at that point, you you reach uh, you reach Javi. Uh, that's sixty miles in mm-hmm. uh, before the turnaround. Sixty miles. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I came in there. I was just under just under three hours, like maybe two hours and fifty minutes. So I was I was actually very happy Good with happy with my pace. Happy where I was. I felt I felt good. Um, and you do the turnaround, 
And uh, unlike all my previous races, I, I decided to, to take things reason reasonably uh, easy. Mm-hmm. And I'd set up uh, some stuff for me in my, uh, and I can't even think of the word right now. It's a bag that you're able to put. Like a drop bag? What is it called? It, it's, <laughs> it's not a drop bag. It's it? like a drop bag, but your uh, transition bag. No, not bag. transition. What's the word? You put it on like halfway on your bike course or your run course. I can't you're, think of what it was called either. You're not helping me. I know. What's it called? Special needs. Special needs. <laughs> Special needs. Okay. He's going to Google it. So yeah, so at, at uh, after, shortly after the turnaround, at like maybe mile sixty one or sixty two, just mm-hmm. to, just as you're starting to go up a little incline, you have you there's the special needs bag. Good. So, um, what'd you have in there? You call you call up your uh, you you get there. You call out your your they, they call out your number because someone sees you or they don't see you. You call out your number and then they run in the gate your bag. Okay, and they bring it to you. So I I had. I had mixed a three-hour energy bottle, and I had another three-hour energy bottle there waiting for me, but without water, because I was going to mix it. Oh! And after she, when she brought me my bag, there was no water, so I had to ask if she could see if she could find some water for me to to fill it out. So she went running off. So I don't know. Four, three, four minutes. I oh, was, no. I was there waiting for this, but it, you know, it's okay. I took it all in. Uh, okay, you, you know, had a all, very good attitude. About all, this all, all in, all in, all quirks going on. All in stride, and yeah. uh, so uh, up and so she brings me in my bag, and up until that point, you know, uh, Hawaii is can be known for its vicious winds. Mm-hmm. Um, felt the the winds. They say Madame Pele was was favor favorable to us. There's a slight, slight wind um, heading up the hill, mm-hmm. um, but it wasn't so bad. And then you, so I, I headed back out, and you're on this almost 16 mile downhill because yep. the first, six, the first six miles you're flying, you're flying. Yep. And um, I uh, coasted most of it. I mean, when I, I, I pick up speed when I could, mm-hmm. but I sort of ran out of gears. I didn't, I didn't have enough big gears to. To power through it, so I, I coasted down and save, try and save my energy for for that. And uh, I'm still going going by a fair amount of people on that part. And then you get down to the uh, bottom of the uh, 16 miles. You take that left left turn uh, again when you when you get to the uh, to the main port where all the uh, stuff comes into the island. Mm-hmm. That's when the, the crowds really started to clear out. So that uh. that 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 was probably. Yeah, that was probably three hours and forty minutes in, and I I, I spent I spent some time all really all by myself there. Really? Yeah, uh, that's lonely. And that's lonely. uh, you know, uh, prior to that, I think maybe maybe two or three guys went by me on the bike. You know, I di- I didn't find anybody I could work with. Mm-hmm. And then we uh, and you hit the first hill in 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 Waikola. And uh, I could feel the wind was probably coming three quarter from three quarters, and I could start to feel the feel the oh, wind. No. And it got hotter too because you're in a you're, you're in this like little valley, and it feels like the temperature goes up like ten degrees 
with the with the hot wind. So, so the wind is good to at least cool you off, but you're almost getting a headwind out of yeah, it. Yeah, so. head. Yeah, uh, yeah. The the, uh, the headwind. If it's a tailwind, it doesn't cool you off at all. No, but at least that's not resistance. Right. Yeah. But so there was a slight slight headwind, and it was hot. Uh, you know, it was probably you know eighty five, and mm. the humidity was that's, going up. That's warm. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm you know I'm. I'm sweating. Yeah, it's <laughs> definitely. It's hot, but I I really felt that I had you know the nutrition dialed. I wasn't worried. Uh, you go up, you know, go up nice and slow up this first hill. Mm-hmm. Um, then you then then you get up to the second second hill, which is even harder. Uh, just just before that hill, a guy goes flying by me, and uh, the guy who was uh, behind me uh, jumped on his wheel. And was staying mm-hmm. illegally close to him, uh, and I was like, eh, "No, uh, <laughs> no." So I just just sat there. Uh, but that guy, the, the guy who came by, was he was flying, mm-hmm. I, and I wish I could have jumped on his wheel. Um, and you're going, so you get up to that to, to that hill. It's a it's, it's a famous lookout. And you're like, oh, I'm at the lookout. I'm almost there. You see, the airport's going to be right around the corner. So you have all these little undulating hills. And each time you go over one of them, you're like, oh, I think the next one's the airport. No, it's not. the. <laughs> and you go over the next one, like, it's got to be the airport. It's never ending. Oh, no. Because at that point, that's that's like mile 80. Seems like it's never ending. Yeah. It's just so yeah. It's, it's long. So, but, you know, uh you, so you start approaching the airport and mm-hmm. you see the airport and you, so you know you're you're getting you're getting close and uh so you come by you go by the airport you go by the where the entry to the energy lab is it's it's starting to get hot and then you go you arrive in town you go down Polani you fly down Polani and you get to transition so okay so the 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 bike is uh the bike is done, but I made a mistake. You don't go down Polani. You go down another road. But you took a wrong turn. No, no, no. You, the, the, Polani. Oh, you're just getting mixed spoke. up right now. Yeah. So you you they take you a little road, and you you get to the uh, you get to the uh, you get to transition two, and I get into transition two, and I take my time again. Mm-hmm. Ten minute. Yeah. Transition. You never figured that out. <laughs> no, I did, but I did it on purpose. Yeah, I well, took, I sure. took between, my time between just the bike, bike and the run one. Yeah, you would always take your time, or uh, no, or this, this one you did. This on one, purpose. I oh, he always took his time, but the, all the others were on accident. Uh, yes. this one, was yeah, this one is strategic. Yeah, this one I specifically, uh, I specifically uh, took time. And I had, I had, so I had a change. I had a change of shorts, mm-hmm. and I was thinking of getting out of my, out of my. Uh, um, the kit, right? My tri suit, yeah, and putting on shorts in a in a t shirt, and I had been I had been running that through my head on the last hour of the bike, and I was mm-hmm. like, if you do that, you're gonna run, get the shorts on, you're gonna chafe, um, and and the other part of my brain was that yes, but if you have the shorts and you have to go to the bathroom, you'll you'll be able to do it quicker. Mm-hmm. The, the being afraid of chafing part one. So <laughs> I, I kept, I kept, the, I, I kept. Was it afraid of chafing or afraid of the shower after? No, no, no. I was afraid of just of, of the, the chafing. Okay. Mm, uh, worst. <laughs> yes. Um, 
and uh so then uh, you head out on the onto the run mm-hmm. and uh they they take you up the beginning of Polani and then you go down Kuakini a little for a half a mile and then you head out on the Lehi drive past the the past my uh, condo okay. which was 2 miles so I run the first two, two miles. I I feel I'm doing good, nice and comfortable, hydrating. I get to to the to the girls. They go they go crazy. Uh, nice pickup. And after after you pass where the condo is, the the the, the, the goes down for a mile and a half downhill. Oh, it's maybe one or two percent downhill, mm-hmm. but of course that means that on the way back That's it's one or two percent up. Mm-hmm. So. You do that. So I get to the bottom of the hill at the turnaround. I'm like, oh, I have to go to the bathroom. And there's a porta potty. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm like, <laughs> damn, I should have changed into shorts. <laughs> uh-huh. So take take the uh take the skin off, wrestle with it, taking it off, um, do my thing, uh, and uh, come out. And I find someone, I say, Hey, can you help me put this on? Because you're all sweaty, it's all sticky, you yeah. can't. So put it on and I head back out running and I'm like, okay, that's, I've, I've had my, <laughs> I, I've had my mini code brown. I'm all set. I'm all, I was going to ask, was your thing a one or a two? No, no, no. So it was a mini two. <laughs> this is a mini two. This is a uh, unscheduled two. Unscheduled. So, so I'm like, okay, so that's good. Well, it's if out, it's a mini two, you know, there's a bigger two. Coming. So it's out of, it's out of, it's, yeah. it's out of the way. So I, you know, I run back up, wave to the, to the girls again. And I'm uh, you run on uh, Alihi, so now you're five and a half miles in. You you turn up Polani, which is, and my uh, plan was to walk Polani. There was no way I was going to run up it. Yeah. So I start walking at Polani, and there's a food station on the left in the middle of Polani, and I grab some water in the food station, and then I look at the guy who's handing out water and cheering, and I'm like. Hey, I know you. And he looks That's at me. That's right. That was um, He looks at Sebastian, me. Right? No, he oh. looks at me and he goes, "Hey, I don't know you." <laughs> it's Jan Ferdino. Oh, it's Jan. So, uh, greatest Ironman and tri- triathlete of all time. The GOAT. He's no the GOAT. Way. He's the Tom Brady of triathlon. No yeah. And he wasn't racing because he was injured, but he was there and he was handing handing out uh, encouragements and, and water. Well, how cool is that? Yeah. Yes. That, that, was, that was. I actually think he did some TV hits too with uh, Miranda. He might have. He might have. Yeah. He might have. Miranda uh, Car- Car- Carfrey. Yeah. 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 Okay. T.O.'s wife. Okay. Maybe the women's GOAT of all time. Mm. Just retired, but. Okay. Yeah, she she ran it three times. Yeah, she's she's up wow. there. So uh, that was a big boost, and I get to the top of uh, Polani, where all the crowds are, mm-hmm. and then you turn left, and there's nobody. <laughs> that just sucks all that energy out. It's nobody, and so and you're out there, right? And it's hot. You don't realize how much crowd support actually helps you in yeah. a race. Like it is incredible the difference. Yeah. And it's so hot. And uh I don't know what the Beeman scale was. Oh we could it we could calculate there. it, right? Okay. Yeah. But I think it was probably close to 170 oh, on the scale. Goodness. Well that's 
Well, two hundred is or like maybe the, or maybe anything two, over two hundred yeah. is like or maybe two twenty. I can't oh. remember. I, I don't remember the t- the, the scale. I bet, off the I top bet of it my was head. up there. Yeah, two hundred. I think it. was what he said was like where it starts to become bad. Okay, <laughs> so so I'm out there running my uh, slow uh, slow pace, uh, keeping mm-hmm. trying to keep things under control, and uh, I think it was at mile mile twelve that uh that uh i had my uh, first code brown oh no i love how you preface it by my first code brown. now the uh I, I do have to say that uh when the uh the, the podcast that you're closely associated to is called on the runs mm-hmm. that it's sort of a self self-fulfilling prophecy <laughs> that it's going to happen oh. Okay, I was sort of, I was sort of hoping that it wasn't hap- going to happen, especially since I thought You've I had already had so many of I, them. I since I had already taken, so I had thought I thought that I had nutrition all figured out. Yeah. Okay, but and normal weather and obscenely hot weather I managed, mm-hmm. but there's something with the heat and the humidity that just get just just gets to me. I believe it. Ugh. Okay, so this is like mile twelve or mile thirteen. Okay. So at that point, I'm starting to regret not of having changed right. into into the shorts. Oh, no. Okay, because I was like, "There's there's no way I'm going to stop and take this thing off again." So mm-hmm. I think I think there was something running, somebody running next to me at that point, and I said, "Never trust a fart," and, and <laughs> they they didn't even laugh. Oh no. oh no! Maybe 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 they were foreigners from some other country. I don't oh. know. Uh, <laughs> so um, you know, I'm I I I. I stopped very briefly uh, with that one mm-hmm. and uh so you're running around along the, the the queen k so you go with you know different different food station uh, water stations and then at mile i think it's mile uh 15 or 16 that that's when you uh it's already hot and you're dying oh yeah and that's when you make the turn into uh the famous uh energy lab Mm-hmm. And you don't think that it can get any hotter, but you, but you're but you're wrong. You, I'm looking at Eric, and he's just grinning because he knows. And you're wrong. Well, so, I don't know from experience. I just know. Yeah, yeah, you know, but it's oh my god. So, so you run that, da- and literally you run down into the uh, energy lab, mm-hmm. and one of the things that I had wasn't able to do because I had only gotten there on the Sunday was not to do a full recon of the run course. Oh. And I hadn't gone into the energy lab. So I had no idea what to expect, how long it was and, and what it was like. So yeah. Tell me more about this energy lab. Is it like, well, is they, it like an aid station? Well, no, they, they, like, they, they no, it? they call it the energy lab because mm-hmm. they, they do uh, research on uh, power gener- generation. Okay. Uh, with, I think they might've been doing it with uh, solar panels at one time or, or lava. Oh. I don't, I don't know, but so it's called the energy lab oh. for that, but it also happens to be the hottest, hottest place on the Island. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's br- brutal. So you go in and literally you go down and into the energy lab for 
I think you're down in there for five miles. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Five, you know, okay, out, so out, this is completely different from what I had pictured. Out, so this is out, like... and, out and back, but you're, yeah. you're down in there for four miles. Yeah. And then uh, after you make the turnaround down in the bottom there, uh, there's, there's, a, there's a water station. Mm-hmm. Then they make you run back up and they make you do this tiny little extra loop <laughs> in the energy, which happens to be an up uphill that sounds just like that. What was it? The um, was it your? your oh yeah, Norway, the, Norway. Whatever it was had that last little uphill oh, yeah. right at the finish. Oh, like yeah. I hate that little. Oh, oh yeah, I hate. That. I it's hated that little hill. Yeah. Anyways, go ahead. Yeah. So, uh, you know, trudging through the energy lab. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I hadn't really walked yet. Right? So, okay. So. You you go through go the energy go over that little hill come back out. You turn back onto the Queen K, okay. Mm-hmm. But there's still like eight miles to go. You think you think you're done, but there's still eight <laughs> miles to go. The right? worst. And my mind is starting to play games on me. And it's, are you getting like heat stroke at this point? No, I'm not getting. I, okay. I I don't think I was getting heat stroke, but I was. I was hot. I was soaked from you know tra- trying to yeah. uh, you know from uh, you know, from the the sweat and from pour, right. pouring water on myself, question, questioning uh, my uh, what the hell I was doing. <laughs> what the hell I was doing there? It's Kona. It's Kona. Um, <laughs> That's you know, your new mantra. I had I had had uh, I had had aspirations earlier on finishing before it got dark. Okay. But the sun was really starting to set. And I could tell that I wasn't going to finish before dark. So mm-hmm. I was a little bit disappointed on that. Uh, I was like, well, why bother running? If, you, if you're not going to make it the way you wanted to, why don't you just walk? And I'm uh, like, no, I'm like, no, don't walk. That's the last thing you want to do. You don't want to walk because if you walk, then people are just going to run by you. And he said, yeah, but walking feels so good. <laughs> All the like, mental games, No, man. no, don't walk. Okay, keep on running. And then... It happened again. Oh, no. <laughs> and then it happened again. And that was, I think that was at mile 22 the first uh. time. And that's when that's when you could see the first drop on the pace down to like maybe a 13-minute mile. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, he's slowing down. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Aww. You know, the gr- I'm watching on the... No, no. Oh, no, he slowed down. Oh. So <laughs> wonder what happened. Yeah, I mean, Aww. so... Yeah, so release the Kraken the, the first time. Uh, <laughs> shit I'm, happened. Yeah, oh, shit literally happened. Sh- shit literally happened. <laughs> um, and uh, but it's all trapped in the suit because you got those really tight legs, you know. <laughs> Are we gonna have another incident where you're in a porta potty okay. for forty minutes? <laughs> I haven't gotten there yet because I've learned from my experience. Okay. 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 So. Uh, yeah, that was Cosmel. So I, I you know, I, I walk. And then uh, you just walk the rest of the way. No, no, don't walk the rest of the way. You can do this. Okay, one leg in front of the other. Just pick up the knees. So mm-hmm. you start walking again, but it's, you know, it's, it's rolling. Probably could tell on the tracker where there was a little downhill, where there was a little uphill. And then at mile 23, it happens again. You've only gone one mile oh, since the last Scott. one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it happens again. So one was maybe at the be- the beginning of mile twenty two, and the other was at the end of mile twenty three, or something like that. So and we're by- talking. This is the fourth time you've. Oh yeah. <laughs> during this marathon. Party. Oh yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, so not only the heat and the humidity, but the nutrition was probably all effed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not enough water, maybe too much water, maybe mm-hmm. too much salt. I, I have no idea. Okay. Um, and then, so you, you, so at that point, you, you're looking ahead and you can see the lights of the town down lower on the left. And you know that all you have to do is to make it to Polani because there's this nice downhill uh, uh, for like the last mile, mile, mile and a half of yep. the run. So that's when, you know, I'm like, okay, you can do this. You can make it. You can, you can do it. So start running before Polani and then things pick up from Polani and then you get down to the bottom of Polani, you take a left on, on Kuwakini again, mm-hmm. and then you run a little bit and you you're just before you take that, just when you take that left in Polani, the finish line is like 200 yards in front of you, mm-hmm. but you have to run a mile to get to it because they ah. want, they want you to come along. So Iron you're, man. What so the you're like, oh, I, I can get there. You hear, you hear, you hear a mic, you, you hear, uh, you hear, you, you know, you don't hear the voices, but you hear the crowds. Mm-hmm. So you you run so left on uh, uh, right on Polani left on uh, on uh, Kuakini and then right on Hualai I think it is Hualai mm-hmm. and then right on on uh, finally on Alihi which takes you to the to the finish line and finally they're starting to be big crowds okay um even though it's you know seven six seven o'clock at night you know the, the, the crowds are still are still pretty big mm-hmm. and then you hit the carpet and your pace starts to pick up and you're starting to you you know <laughs> you you've made it and you're running down the 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 carpet and you're looking to the left and the right because you have no idea where your family is <laughs> and um you know finally maybe uh with maybe a couple hundred yards to go, I I see see my uh, my kids. Uh, they're on the left. Uh, so he this time I, I had the uh, the wherewithal to give them high fives. Okay, we're in some some yeah, of, unlike other years. Right, the years you want to get to the, yeah. and finally <laughs> I I uh, I'm, I'm approaching the 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 finish line and I'm trying to time it so there's nobody there when I go so I can get a nice picture, throw my arms up, be happy. And I get to the finish line, and there was this guy lying on the ground who would like rolled on the ground or something after he crossed the line, who gets up off the ground just when I'm about to take my picture. And you cross the line, and Mike is there, and he calls you in. He tells you uh, that you're an Iron Man. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's, it's his last, last race. So uh, oh, wow. you know every everybody who crosses uh, the, it's his last uh, last Kona, mm-hmm. so you know you cross the line, and you're happy and you're thrilled and that it's all over, <laughs> right? And uh, somebody approaches you and asks mm-hmm. you uh, how you feeling, and you um, looked good too when you crossed the line. Yeah, yeah. I'm I like thought you looked great. I'm like I'm good. I'm good. How are you feeling? I'm good, but I need to get to um i need to uh i'm good but you know i feel dehydrated and i think i need to but i and i need to get the medical because i need to wash myself off do you guys have a shower and he's like no there are no showers in in medical i'm like oh well uh where's their shower and uh he's there well um 
there's a shower uh, over there. And I'm like, well, I need my transition bag Mm -hmm. so I can get something to change in. And it's like, how do we get to, can you go to get my bag and transition? And he's like, no, no, I can't do that. You have to do that yourself. And I'm like, I, I can't go (laughs) over there and and get my bag. And I'm like, and I, I need to get to medical. Um, cause you know, I tell him I shit all over myself. I'm, I'm grossly dehydrated. Yeah. And he's like, I was like, and he's like, well, I think, I think I need an IV. And he's like, well, no, no, you look okay. We, you know, plus we used to give IVs to everybody, but we don't, we don't do it now. Um, <laughs> okay. unless you're really bad. So I'm like, make the cut. I'm like, okay. All right. So, and he says, and I'm a, I'm a doctor. So, um, I'm like, okay. So I was like, can you come with me to, and he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll help you. So, but there's no shortcut. You have to walk all the way down the pier, all the way down to the other side, get the bag. And that probably took 20 minute walk. Okay. So I had one. You know where this is going, right? <laughs> I had one bottle of water, okay? Um, and so we walk, and I get my bag, and, uh, you know, I still don't have my medal, because when you cross the line, they don't give you the medal, they give you beads, okay? So you, you, I walk around, I grab my bag, and he's like, okay, uh, the shower's over there, and he points me in this vague direction, uh-huh. okay? And I'm trying to find, he lets me go and I'm trying to find the shower uh-huh. and I can't find the shower. I'm looking for the shower and the inside of my leg is kill, just killing oh, no. me from the chafing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, th- there was a point on, uh, when I was on, uh, on the queen K, right. I sort of wish that I could, could have pulled my pants down a la Mexican uh, long distance race because of the chafing, mm-hmm. you know, run naked for a while. Yeah. Yeah. But no, you, you can't do that in the Queen K. So I'm, uh, I, I finally get my bag and I'm looking for a shower and I, I can't find anything. And there's the, the beach, which is the, um, which is the uh, Queen King Kamehameha hotel beach. It's a nice little cove. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, screw this. I'm going in the water. <laughs> so uh, I take my, my, you know, I struggle getting my sneakers off. Uh, I uh, take, wrap, wrap a towel around my neck, go into the water and, and strip naked. And the water is stinging like, oh. like a son of a bitch, the salt water. Oh God. It is just stinging stinging and that's worse than and, I'm, and i'm trying to to you know to clean myself and just I'm, there's this part i touch on my inside of my calf and it's freaking burning like Ugh. like hell so um i get out of the water i very gently tap myself dry in those areas <laughs> and uh i i put on a pair of shorts a different shirt and I go and I'm like, I need some food. Yeah. I need some food. And probably an hour has already gone by. Where are your girls at this point? Are well, they still you, at the... They were on the phone with me. So you can't... <sighs> you, you, you're, they were trying to find them. You're locked. Oh. You're, you're enclosed in this area behind the hotel where 
only uh, the racers have access. Okay. So they have no idea what's so going they on. Have, so they have no, no Eric. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I called them. Another detail I left off mm-hmm. is the the guy told me, uh, you know, if you get an IV, you're going to be in there for at least an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm in a completely depleted state, okay? Zero brain functions anymore. And I'm thinking, oh, an hour and a half, that's really long. I'm not going to be able to see my kids for an hour and a half. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe I don't need an IV. Okay, yeah. I'll go get my clothes, uh-huh. all right? So it was a very, very important detail, <laughs> okay? So now I go wait in line to get my medal. Mm-hmm. And uh, finally, it's my turn. They, they, they look, at your, uh, look at your wristband, scan it or something, and then they, they, brought, they bring, brought me my medal. And that I shed it. That's where I shed a tear. Mm-hmm. That, so they gave me my medal, put it around, put it around my neck. Um, yeah, they also give you a commemorative coin, mm-hmm. uh, which I, it's what I want. All I wanted along was the damn coin. I really thought they gave you the coin when you qualified. Oh, you know, here you're going. Here's the coin. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. But you know, for some reason, I, maybe it was my mistake, or maybe they used to. So anyway, they, I finally get my medal. And I go to where the food is and I try to eat and there are some lousy, extra dry hamburgers, mm. the sliders. And I'm lying down on the, on the ground, you know, just trying to eat this stuff very slowly. You know, mouth is completely dry. You know, maybe mm-hmm. I had, I think I had a Coke as well. I'm on the ground. You know, there's, there's a guy there who's lying on the ground. I don't know how long he's been there for, but medical comes to, to take, oh, him away, no. take him away. Cause I think someone said, Hey, that guy has been there for a long time and hasn't moved. Isanka, <laughs> you dead. <laughs> you know, uh, there, there's, there's another guy, oh, man. <laughs> you know, yeah, there's, there's another guy who's there and a volunteer comes up to him and they start making out. And I'm oh. like, I'm like, Hey, how come I don't get a volunteer like that? She says, well, I'm his wife. I'm like, oh, okay. All right. So um, I get uh, get a little bit of food in there. I, th- I think I stayed on the ground for a half an hour with the legs up, you know? And uh, I go to get my uh, ice cream sandwich, and I'm starting to feel nauseous. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm not, not feeling good. And, uh, I go, there's a, I go into the restroom there. Um, I don't even know what happened in the restroom. I can't, I can't, can't remember. Maybe I don't want to remember. I don't know. (laughs) And I head to medical and I tell them that I'm feeling nauseous and they say, well, come in, lie down. And, um, they say, you're nauseous. Yeah. I said, oh, let's give you a, let's give you a pill for that. Okay. So they gave me this pill that you put under your tongue okay and so it it doesn't it doesn't address the problem it covers the symptom Uh okay it's so you don't feel nauseous anymore okay so i'm lying down there and they're like you know maybe 10 15 minutes and i'm like okay okay i'm 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 feeling better and uh i couldn't i in I can see through the corner of my eye that Estelle 
is snuck into the pool area of the King Kamehameha Club looking for me because it's been nice job. It's still. been two hours. Wow. Yeah. Okay. She's she like, must have been worried. She's like, Dad, Dad. So they signed me out of of uh, of uh, medical. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I go see her, and uh, I give her some of the stuff that I'm carrying because it's a pain in the neck. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, can she come with me to go get my bike? And they're like, no, no, she's not allowed. She's not allowed. And so I'm like, okay, so I, I want to go get my bike. And I'm feeling nauseous again. So I go back into medical. Okay. They weigh me again because they've already weighed me before, mm-hmm. but they weighed me again. Wait, did you get your bike or? No, no, no. I didn't so get my bike. you're on the way for the bike and then you're like, I can't. I can't. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I go back into medical again. They give me another pill and I start gorging on uh, chicken noodle soup, okay. warm chicken noodle soup. And I'm lying down and I'm not feeling good at all. And uh, I'm feeling nauseous. So I'm gorging on the, the chicken noodle soup. And like I said, they weighed me. Uh-huh. So if you remember on... The, what, 177? On, on, 77, yeah. They say you're 183. Okay. You're fat. No. <laughs> so so that would mean... Uh, that would mean uh, borderline uh, hyponatremia because I've retained so much water. Oh, my what? gosh. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, but... All they do is give me the chicken noodle soup uh-huh. and uh, the nausea pill. And all I want to do, of course, is see my girls, get my bike, and and go. And go. Yeah. Okay? Um, while I'm lying down this time, I'm like, do you guys have any uh, Vaseline or something? Because I've chafed so bad <laughs> on the inside of my thigh. You know, I, how many layers of skin do you have? Is it like, is it three, three layers? Like okay. I should know this. <laughs> okay. Or I think two and seven eighths of my layers of skin have gone are gone on the God. inside of my left thigh. It's just brutal. Ugh. Brutal how much chafing was on there. Okay. But that was the only spot because obviously everything settled down and got <laughs> captured on that side. I see. <laughs> and uh, so the nausea pill works. Sort of. Uh, chicken noodle soup sort of helps a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I go, I'll get my bike all the way around again. What time is it? So, how, how, how? so by then, it's 9.45. But what time do you think you finished at? And how much time has elapsed? So I, th- I think I finished at 7.15, I think it was. So we're talking oh, yeah. two and a half hours. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. Okay. With two little ham- dried hamburgers. Mm-hmm. A Coke and an, uh, an ice cream sandwich. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I knew where this was going. I asked for medical. They freaking talked me out of it. Okay. Mm. So I finally get out of, uh, out, out of the, uh, the segregated area. Mm-hmm. Estelle is there to help me with the bike. Where's Camille? This Camille, again, was pregnant. Yeah. Had walked back home again. Now, because she was, uh, at the time, she was five months pregnant, mm-hmm. but a good five months pregnant. She was no problem. Mm-hmm. And she'd gone back to get the car as close as she could, because she's like, I don't think dad's going to be able to walk back to the house with his bike. Two miles. Okay. That's a lot so, after all he did that you'd, day. You'd be surprised how many people were doing it. Oh, 
That's unbelievable. Because it's because not everybody has a full support crew. That's true. So Camille gets as close as she can, but it turns out that it's three quarters of the way up Polani. <laughs> <laughs> so Estelle and I are trudging up up Polani, mm. and we get halfway up Polani, and I'm like, Telly. I'm going to shit in my pants. That's Telly's Estelle. Estelle. Well, I figured as much. I say, oh, no. Telly, I'm going to shit in my pants. <laughs> Quick, give me a towel. And in the mi- middle of Polani, okay, I I wrap the, t- the towel around my waist and do what I have to do in my shorts, take the shorts off and put them in a plastic bag, <laughs> okay, and walk the rest of the way up, okay, mm-hmm. with a towel up Polani, up the up the, the rest of the way with a towel around my waist. Oh, no. We get in the car, okay? They drive me back, get to the uh, to the condo. Now, the condo has has uh, an elevator for the third floor. Okay. But the condo was built on, an, on, on a slope. So each, like, after each three or four apartments, they're... F- three stairs to go down so they go down three stairs go down three stairs go down three stairs and that was just brutal so so they get me to the to the uh to the condo and i'm famished yeah i just want to eat it's 10 30 okay uh freaking day for you hey still's like what do you want to eat what do you want to eat i'm like all i want to eat is something in a hurry give me some chocolate milk and the cheerios so I pull a huge bowl of Cheerios with chocolate milk, in, really and I do it in a uh, in a in a pasta cooking uh, pot. Yep. Okay. <laughs> okay. Full of Cheerios. I start I start go- eating that. You know, I start eating that. I'm sitting yep. at sitting at the counter, and all of a sudden, oh no! It all comes back. <laughs> oh no! All the liquid that was in, that was in my stomach just comes out. Oh, no. in, into the pot on the everything just <laughs> I'm pu- I'm like oh oh this is not good oh, no. so give me some uh give me some pedialyte so I'm sipping on the pedialyte it just comes out oh, again no. it comes out again so I'm like oh, let me let me go lie down on the couch and give me my boots so they put the Normatec boots on and I'm lying down on the couch and I'm like can you get me a? Can you get me a? Can you get me a, a hand cloth so I can do a cold, cold compress on my uh, on my forehead? So I'm lying down on the couch with my my boots on, with the thing on, and I'm dying. I am dying. Yeah. Okay. It literally sounds like right. you are. I feel like hell, and I kind of half fall asleep. I'm lying down there. Camille, ten thirty. Good night. Go. She goes to bed. Uh huh. But my Estelle, she's staying with me. She's like, Dad, you need anything? I'm like, I'm like, no. I'm like, you know, Telly, I think I might be done with Iron Man. <laughs> I think, I think I might retire. I think may, maybe I'll just do seventy point threes from now on. <laughs> and I'm lying down. She's like, Dad, can I get you anything? I'm like, no. So I'm just there. And it's getting worse and oh, worse. God. And it's probably eleven forty five at that point and I'm still there. And and uh 
Estelle's dead. She's like, do you want to do something to that? And I'm like, uh, she's like, do you want me to call a, do you want me to want to go to the hospital? And I'm like, no, no, let's no, not the hospital. And I'm like, so I'm lying there like two minutes go by and she says, dad, do you want to go to the hospital? I'm like, yeah, I think we should go to the hospital. <laughs> so I get up, take the boots off and I walk, start walking towards the door and I don't go past the bedroom and I lie down on my bed in the bedroom and he's just like, dad. And I'm like, Telly, why don't you call 911? <laughs> Yep, yep. So she calls 911. Like half an hour goes by. Two huge Hawaiian uh, uh, EMTs show up uh-huh. uh, and start, you know, taking my blood pressure and asking how you're doing. And, uh, you know, they're there for like a half an hour taking care of me. Mm-hmm. And they're like, uh, okay, we're, we're going to get you going now. But um, we can't bring the uh, like a stretcher. The stretcher up. Okay. We can't bring this. There's not enough room in the uh, in the elevator. Oh. So you're gonna have to walk. <laughs> Do you think you can walk? And I'm like, I don't know if I can walk, guys. So the one on either side, my ar- my arms around both of them. Okay. I hope there's pictures. No, there are no pictures of that. Come on, Estelle. There are no pictures of that. So the man uh, at his low point. Yeah. <laughs> Let him yeah, have his low point. Yeah. So you know the the ambulance lights are going lights are going on at the at the bottom, uh, and uh, so they get me into the ambulance. Estelle follows me. It's midnight. Okay. Mm-hmm. We Did go- Camille sleep through all this? Uh, yeah, I think she slept through it. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I think she slept through it. Uh, <laughs> And um, so they drive me to the hospital. I get there. Um, you know, I'm, I'm admitted. Mm-hmm. I'm not the only one who's there. I can tell you that much. Yeah. Okay. Which is one of the reasons why they canceled it during COVID because there are no rooms. They couldn't support it. And they know, they know that, yeah. you know, race day, they have God knows how many people coming in. Yeah. Um, so uh, I'm, in, uh, I'm in the emergency room on a bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, on uh, my first IV. That you should have had hours and hours ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, the they take my, uh, they're taking all my vital signs, of course, and mm-hmm. they, they, they take a blood test. And at like at maybe 1.30 in the morning, doctor comes in and he's like, yeah, we, we took your, uh, we, you know, you got your blood test results. So we're going to put you on a, on a, on a saline solution. Mm-hmm. It was apparently had no salt in, oh, in, wow. in me. Okay. Which would explain the hyponatremia, yeah. not Retaining enough salt to absorb the water. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Overweight. Uh, and she said, yeah, we, so we got your blood, blood, uh, test results. Um, um, yeah, you've, you've got, um. You know the uh, the enzymes that um, your enzyme levels are are, are really uh, high from uh, well dead tissue in your heart. So it's kind of like shows like you're having a heart you had a heart attack, but you you didn't have a heart attack. Everybody who comes in from an Ironman shows signs of uh, what could be interpreted as, as a heart that attack. That is not good. So it, oh my it, god! Estelle's eyes go like 
this, this big. Literally, literally what mine are doing right now. Like that is bizarre. Yeah. So what do you think it's going to be like for you after a hundred miles? I'm doing a lot of walking. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit though. So. Wow. Yeah. Um, wow. Oh my yeah. God. I this really, is, I really am. This like, is the first time I'm hearing all this. Yeah. Holy so that's I, I had to keep some of the good stories for yeah. you. So there's, there's another, so there's another guy. Uh, well, so. What? He finishes the race. I'm on the phone with Estelle at one point, right? Uh-huh. I mentioned that. Yeah, she couldn't find him. I go to bed, and it's like after lunchtime here, I get a Snapchat from him. Remember the Snapchat yeah. you sent me? Yeah, in the hospital, in the hospital bed. <laughs> and it's it's uh, him Maybe and his- Maybe should retire. Yeah. It's him and his girls, and he just says, hey, dude, I'm okay. I pushed it a little too far. I want to say he showed me that. And that's when we're like, okay, we need to to get you on the show. We need to hear about it. I hadn't heard anything else after that. So holy shit. He said one more thing to me. He says, don't tell my girlfriend. (laughs) Don't tell my girlfriend, you know? Yeah. A theme, a common theme. (laughs) So, you know, so, you know, poor Estelle, she, she had just gotten there on Saturday. You know, she, she was still jet lagged. She, she stayed with me at the hospital. Mm -hmm. You know, we were half falling asleep, half, half, half chit chatting. There's another guy who was who was there. She she made sure to remind me uh, to tell you this story. This guy kept on passing out, passing and every out. yeah who who would you know been on the race he'd pass out, okay, and he'd wake up and he'd go, where am I? What what, what am I doing? <laughs> and then he let him keep going. And then no 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 this was at the hospital oh. and he'd fall and he and then he'd fall asleep again. And ten minutes later he'd wake up. Hey, where am I? What am I doing? What is this place? Oh my God. For some reason, I was thinking like this was on the course, like as it was happening. And yeah. Had, Where am I? Yeah. Oh, okay, I'm gonna keep going. So, uh, wow. so they uh, they they do uh, they check my my vitals again, mm-hmm. and at like at five thirty in the morning, they're like, okay, you can go home now. And guess what? I was fine. Okay. You would only had that IV earlier, yeah. but would they have given you like what are what is in? So you said you had saline, but was there like a different IV the, they would there, have given you? They, or? There might have been there. There might have been some saline solution in it. Maybe not okay. as concentrated, right? But it surely it surely would have helped. Surely helped, would have helped yeah. Okay. Jesus. So that's <laughs> that. That's why I don't. One another one of the reasons why I don't have the Iron Man tattoo because I'm pissed at them for doing that. Yeah, talking okay. you out of it. They they. I knew I needed it, but you know, my brain isn't, wasn't, was depleted. It wasn't functioning yeah. enough. So I couldn't fight it. Mm-hmm. Right. But I knew I needed it. I mean, I shit all over it's myself. I knew, I know, knew the symptoms. I yeah. knew exactly what was happening. Yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh. So, uh, Estelle and I drive back at, uh, at, uh, six, uh, six in the morning. All right. Mm-hmm. And, well, we lost a day at Kona because we slept until five in the afternoon. Right. Because we'd gotten up at five thirty in the morning. That was an di- entire did an Ironman, okay, and then went to the hospital yep. again, okay. <laughs> All right. Um, the ambulance ride was twenty five hundred bucks. <laughs> the oh, no. hey, at least you're in the the country. The hospital, technically, right? Yeah, yeah it was free in Mexico, dude. Remember? <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah. Um, it wasn't for my brother. Remember that story? You know, nine, mm-hmm. nine. Okay. Yeah. yeah, they were trying to tell him it was going to cost whatever. They said you can't like, come no. in here without paying like this much money. No, I don't think. And he said, "I'll go back." 
Yeah. You know, so yeah, 2500 bucks for the ambulance ride. Mm-hmm. I think it was $1,900 for the the, uh, the emergency room. Oh, my God. Another $600 for the uh, emergency room physician. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. American healthcare system. Y- yeah. <laughs> yeah. All I needed mm-hmm. was one or two IVs, like I said I needed. Uh, so... Um, uh, <laughs> the next next so at five o'clock in the afternoon we get up we're going out mm-hmm. and a guy so there were a whole bunch of Ironman athletes staying in the in the in the condo complex mm-hmm. and one of the I'm walking up up the stairs and there's a guy who says hey did you uh, did you hear or see the ambulance yesterday there's some guy I said yeah that was me <laughs> <laughs> but I'm okay <laughs> yeah that was me so. Uh, that was Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I recovered on Friday. Yeah. One of the great things about the race being split with the women on Thursday and the men on Sunday mm-hmm. was I got to watch. Oh, that is cool. Though. The men's race having fully recuperated mm-hmm. on Saturday. I got up, watched the beginning of the swim. Then uh, watched them go wise on the bike. Went back to my uh, condo, swam in the pool. When they were coming back on the on from the bike, <laughs> I got to see him. Really I nice. got to see him again. I got to see him run by twice uh, on the on the run. And then when they once they headed out uh, on the Queen K, I watched it on on the TV on the app again. Nice. And then when it was starting to get close, I went and I watched the finish. Nice. The, then I, I, uh, I, you know, I watched the, all, all the pros come in, all 30, all 30 who finished. I watched them come in. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, then I went back to the, to the condo and at 1030, I headed back to the finish line and I was there cheering, cheering the last, oh, last finishers. Awesome. Yeah. That it was could great. Be your next venture. Instead it, of doing the Ironman, you can just professionally cheer. Pro- a travel. professional cheer. Cheerleader. So oh, I'm sorry. that's okay. So <laughs> yeah, you could just travel around and and uh yeah, yeah. so you know spectating in yeah so one of the surprising things uh at at kona that i noticed is that the crowds aren't as big as i thought that they would be really yeah there are like more the there are more people too. cheering at the end of mont Tremblant. oh yeah absolutely wow absolutely i mean um, it was a couple hundred of us but yeah, no, the the, the 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 bigger 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 crowds wow. at midnight. You know, there were still people, but bigger crowds. Um, you know, at uh, at uh, like uh, whatever it was uh, at eleven forty-five. You know, the guy one Gustav Eden comes out. You know, gets the crowd going to hand out, and he's handing out medals no to way. the last finishers. The crowd's not so big right at the finish line, but there's that whole stretch where they kind of line up for quite a while, at least like a third of a mile. Yeah. Was that full? No, it wasn't that. There there were people, but it's not deep. There's like, and there were gaps. So it was kind of surprising to me. Kind of surprising to me. How many late finishers were there? I'm thinking like, okay, because the races got split up, and that's the guy's race, and it was also the... I would say this: a lot of strong, strong guys racing. Um, they filled out. They filled up a lot of the spots with uh, um, Ironman Legacy guys. So those are those are got people who have uh, done ten Ironmans or more. Mm-hmm. Um, they had they had this fill up the spots. Uh, then they have then they also have the uh, Ironman Executive Program, 
which is a special program for uh, executives who pay a, a shitload of money <laughs> uh, to be able to experience the race, get super VIP treatment where their families can be in the finish line and handing oh. out medals. And so, I mean, they, they spend the bucks, so they, they get their experience. So they're, a lot of those guys finished, uh, finished uh, late. So yeah, there were, there were some very, very late finishers. Um, I can't remember pe- how many people were still out on uh, on the course when they when Mike uh, when Mike shut it down mm-hmm. and it was Mike's last, so oh, wow. he gave a speech and you know there were people thanking him and it was a lot of fun, and uh, and yeah, so o- overall it was uh, it was a great great experience. Um, very very happy that I did it. Um, my my race was uh, somewhat messed up by a combination of uh, COVID, mm-hmm. uh, by the heat, um, and simply and 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 Kona because it's a you know it's a it's a hard race so right. you know I I you know I do the math you know an extra ten minutes I spent in transition. And then uh, COVID maybe cost me fifteen minutes, twenty right. minutes, and this. So I don't, I don't think I was really that far off with my uh, with my top ten uh, aspiration. Okay. Um, it was it it was a you know slow time. You know, it came in you know basically forty forty minutes slower than I uh, would would be normal. Mm-hmm. Maybe almost an hour more, but it's but it's Kona, and everybody has a hard time at Kona, and right. I sure had a a hard time uh, too. Uh, it's a but, world championships, for but a uh, but yeah, they make it count. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It was it was a uh, it was a lot of fun. It's just too bad that you couldn't be there. I know because you would have freaking you would have loved it. <laughs> I would have been in my element. You would have freaking loved it. <laughs> so you gotta do it again. Well, uh, <laughs> well, he just said he was gonna retire. You know, I I was uh, in the moment. You know that was that wasn't reflecting on it. I that mean, you know that was in the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, I took a considerable amount of, amount of time off uh, after the race, doing absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, I extended my my stay in Hawaii. I went to Kauai for two weeks. Ooh, all right. Um, then I went uh, then I went sailing in uh, in Italy with my buddy for. Uh, for another six weeks. That sounds so. Amazing. So b- between uh, October sixth and uh, January first, I literally did nothing. And you earned that. I, nothing, though, man, you you worked incredibly hard to get where you did. Oh yeah, and uh, I hated my, I hated myself after the uh, that three months, because uh, <laughs> uh, I never saw numbers so high on the scale in my life. <laughs> That just means you were enjoying life. <laughs> uh, yes, I enjoyed it a lot. You were in Italy, so so come uh, come January, I'm like, okay, I gotta I gotta get back on it, and I mm-hmm. uh, I I worked I worked hard in 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 January without anything on the horizon, and I'm like, okay, I'm not I'm not gonna do any full Ironmans this year, mm-hmm. at least early, because well, they would qualify me for Nice. And I don't want to go to Nice. All I want to do is go back to Kona. Mm-hmm. All I want to do is go back there. I, you know, I, I wanted, I wanted to do it again. Yeah. So, uh, 
February and March and April, I started to tail off. May, I spent two weeks uh, out in Oregon babysitting my niece and nephew. Then I came back, uh, I got a cold for two weeks. Mm-hmm. And and, and uh, I thought maybe I would have been doing uh, the half Ironman out in, in, in Springfield this past weekend. And I'm glad I didn't sign up for it because there's That's nowhere I'm ready. <laughs> and like I've told you guys, I've got absolutely a zero uh, motivation. Mm. Uh, I need an accountability buddy. If anybody's out there and wants to be my accountability buddy. I already buddy. offered to run marathons with you, but you said they were too easy. So <laughs> I, uh, I, I feel like I wouldn't be able to keep up with you if you're just running a marathon. <laughs> yeah. I actually haven't ran since May the 10th, I think. Mm-hmm. She's just insane. Uh, so I, I go to the pool and try and get on my bike, but I'm I'm really far from where I was, and it's it, it's not something that you should do is compare yourself to where where you were because mm-hmm. it's pretty dangerous. And you go you, you know you go down this rabbit hole, and it's mm-hmm. you know, but. Uh, yeah, uh, I got to go back to Kona for you so you can come, Eric. That's that's <laughs> one of the main reasons. Yes, I love it. There you go. Right, because I want to go. I want to race it because I don't, I don't want to give you the twelve hundred dollars cash. I'll just I want to buy you an airplane <laughs> ticket. I think right. that's fair. That's fair. I'll hold out until you make to Kona again, and I'll just say this time instead of me buying the ticket and you saying I'll I'll pay you. I'm just gonna be like, so all what, right, it's not gonna be next year. It'll be twenty twenty five. Uh, twenty twenty four. Oh, so, oh, because nie- oh, nieces this yes. year. Oh, okay. Yes. So, there we go. so, so the- you are you are thinking about twenty twenty four Kona. Yeah, yeah, I am. So, which qualifier are you gonna go for? Uh, um, are you gonna try one that you haven't done before? So, well, yeah, or- right, right, right now, if I can get my uh, my uh, shit together, mm-hmm. I'm thinking maybe uh, Maryland. Okay. Yeah, I can it, deal with in, that. in September. So okay, uh, not not this September. Yes, this September. This September, I'm thinking maybe Maryland because like that, I get it done early. And is September like the soonest you can start qualifying for y- next year? You can, yeah, you can you can start qualifying uh, as I think Mont Tremblant is the last one uh, where you can. And qual- is that August? Yes. Um, okay. No, I, you know what? I think they're probably moving it up because the men's race is in September, September 2nd. Oh. So maybe it's end of July now and Mont Tremblant oh. might, might, might be for, uh, 2024. Okay. But the, the, it's, you know, um, a lot of people are probably holding out because there are a lot of people who only want to go to Kona. They mm-hmm. didn't want to go to Nice. A lot of people had the choice. Uh, doing Kona or deferring for Nice because, or deferring for Kona and go- deferring for Kona yeah. instead of going to Nice, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. because uh, when they announced that the races were going to be split, a lot of people had already qualified and put the money down for Kona, so right. that they have the option: Do you want to go to Nice or to go? No, no, I'll wait until twenty twenty four and go to yeah. Kona. <laughs> so they have all these spots that they've been trying to give out for Nice. Mm-hmm. Anybody want to go to Nice? <laughs> You know, when, 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 you know, when I, uh, when I finished uh, second in Maine, um, I was hoping to finish first because I want to go to Finland. Okay. Uh, which is also, uh, which is end of August or beginning September. Mm -hmm. And the guy who won 
he said, no, I'm going, I'm going to Finland. I'm mm. like, and then they said, do you want to go to uh, St. George? Cause it was St. George, uh, in, in, uh, end of, end of September. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, nah, I don't feel like going, I don't feel like going to St. George. I wanted to go to, uh, so then how about three, four, five? Okay. Anybody want to go to St. George? Oh my God. <laughs> uh-huh. Have you done St. George? Before? No, but I, but you just didn't want it. It's not Finland. It was I, I. That's right. I wanted. Yeah. I wanted to go to uh, to Finland. That's fair. I don't know. I wanted to take Eric to Finland. Yeah, my home country. <laughs> that's right. My homeland. Not really, but eh, close enough. Knutnin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I totally get the appeal, but yeah, that sucks. <laughs> they can't even give the spots away. So yeah. I'm thinking, I'll I'll have to. Yeah, I'm gonna hold on to that hall pass for Kona 2024. <laughs> that's fair. I will absolutely love being there as a spectator. Love it. Mm-hmm. And I will have so many OTR stickers and magnets and there other things to give away and swag and it will be Definitely. a blast. And Scott will race in an OTR kit. You got to make a custom one special for Oh, him. that would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. You know. You got to make the bottom half of it brown. <laughs> no, you have no, to make the bottom dark. half removable. You know like oh. those like those kids uh, jumpers where you have the buttons and yeah, you can like remove. Overalls yeah, and... yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, in the bo- in the I back. Was... You know the snaps oh, like in a the flap? back? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> flap would be awesome. Oh man. Oh, that's even better. We'll we'll customize it like specifically for code brown avoidance. Well, remember <laughs> the kit you had in Cozumel and it was kind of like a white and blue and black? See, that's what I was thinking. That would be, we'll make you a nice perfect, color scheme. That would be the perfect just one. Just put OTR in it somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love it. Well, this is awesome. It is. Scott, we are so proud of you. Let's let me just put that out there. You are an incredible athlete, and even though things may have not gone your way, you still put it all out there. Things have never gone his way. I know, but he tries so hard and he is an excellent athlete. And you like, know you were just I really thought that I had it all figured out. I, I you know, the, the, the hot, the hot race in, in Curdaline, I went through it. Mm-hmm. And then when I went, when I went down to Miami, I mean, I thought <laughs> I I'd figured out the training, the nutrition. It was perfect. Mm-hmm. Same thing in Maine. And then COVID. Yep. Let me ask you this question. So it's been a year since we had you and a lot, that was episode 18 17 wow. and 18 and, and like in 24. Like All right. So this is going to be episode probably like 66, 67, mm-hmm. 69, maybe. <laughs> um, the story you just told us. So for the people who don't know from the previous stories, it was always don't tell my girlfriend. And if they didn't go back and listen, your girlfriend lives in Montreal. She's French Canadian. She doesn't speak English. She doesn't really even understand any English. So she's not listening to this podcast <laughs> and, and finding out it's not going to happen. The story you told us, is that the same story she knows? Or does she not know this? Uh, I think she, wait, wait, Which story? That I'm going to do it again or, or no, 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 the no. hospital? Oh, no. She she thing. knows. She knows okay. the whole thing. Oh, okay. yeah. But you just do it. Oh, maybe I didn't tell her about the heart attack thing. Jesus. <laughs> That's kind of a big one. <laughs> yeah. Well, she she I, I imagine if you told her that, she'd be like, no, you are retired. You are done. Yeah. Maybe we'll just keep this on the DL then. Well, no, you don't have to. She won't understand. <laughs> oh, that's true. Okay. No, it, it, does, it does. Unless she has a friend who listens. It does put a lot of stress uh, on your body. I mean, it is. 
and that is it, apparent. It, from it is. It is the. It is the hardest single day, uh, long distance event. Mm-hmm. You know, it's and it's a long, long day. And you are an incredible athlete for even attempting it. Yeah. Well, I just want to have a lot of credit for you. I want to say if you decide that September's too early for Maryland, Cozumel's in November. Cozumel is in November. But you dude It's an extra two months to train. I don't know about hot and humid anymore. I, I <laughs> You gotta you gotta train in it for Kona. I don't know. It's, Not right uh, now he doesn't. <laughs> It's a, t- it's a tough one to, I don't, t- I don't know tough one listen- to figure out. I don't know if you listened to our Ashley Paulson episode yet or if you finished it, but we asked her the question, outside of Kona and outside of St. George, what's your favorite Ironman venue? And it was Cozumel. She said it was the best. She also said it yeah. was a downhill swim, and I go, not for Scott. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it, w- it, was, it, was, it was a good, good place, but it was hot. Yeah. Well, this was, this was, Erica, it is after 10 o'clock. We did it again. <laughs> but this was, we started later. We had food. We had good times. I told you. A half, a, yes, 36 yes, minutes for yes. the pre-show, 36 <laughs> minutes for the race, 36 minutes for the post-race. Since mm-hmm. our little break we took. That's true. It's been an hour and 38 minutes. Oh, my God. Did we get this to a two-parter? So, no, no. You, no. So he can finally be in the five-timers club. <laughs> he has to edit, edit it down, edit it down. How do you edit it down? Uh, he, he's I'll got his it out. cut out. We got the time slot. But thanks, man, for doing this and sharing the stories. And we finally figured, found a time to come on and come to your house and do this. This is awesome. The only hard awesome. thing has been scheduling the time. We've had three or four dates scheduled and something came up, whether yeah. it was me or you, uh, Erica, me. Yeah. Or, yeah. I know. or Scott's like, oh, I'm in Oregon now. And no, and, <laughs> you know, and me remembering half the stuff. I mean, I can't even remember what I had for breakfast. I think you did a pretty good job with this recap. Yeah. Well, that was awesome. We're going to cut this one off now. Maybe we bring you back later uh, after Maryland or something. We'll and, definitely have yeah, you back. So that's, yeah, we'll have to call it part five or whatever. But <laughs> everybody. We'll have to get a Finally, <laughs> the Road to Kona series is over. Scott Black Complete. on the On the Runs podcast. Thanks, Scott, for coming on the pod and telling us all about Kona. Yeah, that was awesome. What a story that was. That was absolutely epic. As Erica would always say, a doozy. Scott, I am so pumped, but I really hope you come back and you go to Maryland this fall and you qualify again, or we go to Cozumel or something. That would be awesome because I need to go to Kona and maybe I take you with me, Adeline. That would be a pretty epic father-daughter trip, don't you think? Yep. Especially if Erica can't go, I need a co-host to podcast from Hawaii. And Dad, yeah. when you said a little father-daughter trip, it just reminded me. In two years, we're going, I forget where, where my Uncle Alex lives, and we're like having a huge skiing trip. We are. We're going to go on a father-daughter skiing trip out near Lake Tahoe where Uncle Alex lives. You're a really good skier now. Yeah. You're skiing black diamonds. You're you're only seven years old, but we need to work on your biking skills. Yeah, every of the every single beginning of the summer, I like still need a little more practice, and then I get really better at it. Yeah, we do. As the summer goes along, we get better at biking. But starting a bit again when the snow's gone and everything, it's kind of like a oh we forgot what we uh, learned last year, so we're gonna work on it this year. 
We've been working on it already. We we had some fun. We had some success camping. Mm-hmm. So we'll have some more. But you are really like you're a really good skier. Real quick, tell everyone who's listening what you do for sports. Said I'm a cheerleader and I love doing dance. And actually, my dance season just ended. So that's right. But cheerleading starting up soon. Yeah. What position are you as a cheerleader? What uh, What do you typically do? I am a flower a flyer, and this is my first year on DA. It's going to be my fourth slash third. Because I did winter cheer. That's right. You did winter cheer. Man, cheer all the time. All right. I need to do my thing and say, guys, thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and YouTube. Check us out. Share the pod if you can. Those fireworks are still going off outside. I think we need to get you an ice cream and go in the front yard and see if we can see the fireworks. What do you say? Yes. All right. Well, let's do that and let's end this podcast, but you need to say a couple very special words because my co-host Erica isn't here to say them. Do you know what those words are? Yes. Let's hear it. Thanks for listening and don't forget to stretch. Bye. Shit um, happened. Oh, shit literally happened. Shit literally happened. <laughs> uh, and uh, but it's all trapped in the suit because you got those really tight legs, you know. <laughs> Are we gonna have another incident where you're in a porta potty okay. for forty minutes well, after? Well, I, I haven't gotten there yet because I've learned from my experience. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay.